prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Welcome back to another episode of Superhuman Radio. We have an important show today because diet is really um, the centerpiece of all disease states and reversing those disease states. And we've talked about this for over a decade now on the show. And the low-carb lifestyle keeps coming forward in numerous studies, well-designed studies on humans uh, to show that a low-carb lifestyle or a keto lifestyle, which the truth of the matter is a low-carb lifestyle produces ketones. So we can call keto and low-carb, and we can go back and forth and just say it's the same thing. But we know that these diets heal the brain, actually reverse markers of aging in the brain, heal the body, reduce chronic inflammation dramatically. Uh, Autoimmune disorders go away. We know that it's a fantastic approach to uh, an elimination diet. But why don't more people do it? And I'll tell you why they don't do it, because it's not the most comfortable thing to get adapted to. We're going to talk about a supplement today that makes all of those obstacles pretty much obsolete. Uh, So stay tuned for that. Before we get started with that, I have to, of course, plug uh, our title sponsor, Legendary Foods. Uh, If you go to eatlegendary.com and use the coupon code SHR, uh, you can pick up their amazing Tasty Pastry, which is a low-carb, high-protein alternative to a Pop-Tart. Your kids will love them, uh, trick them, and uh, put those in their lunch boxes once we start going back to school. And, of course, their seasoned nuts and, uh, and delicious and decadent nut butters that have no sugar in them. How do they do it? I don't know. It's magic. Uh, go to eatlegendary.com and check them out. And show them some love. Okay, so uh, let me just get rid of this image now. Hide that. Bring my guests on. And manipulate the cameras and all the things I do as I produce the show. And everything else that goes along with it. Here we go. So today we're joined joined by two returning guests. Of course, uh, Wade Lightheart and Matt Gallant. And they are with the company Bio-Optimizer. I always want to say Bio-Optimizer and put two O's in it. I'm sure I'm not the only person that does that, right? You're not. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it's it's well understood. And I know that Matt, especially, has been on a lot of podcasts. And he is a huge devotee of both the carnivore slash keto uh, kind of lifestyle, low-carb lifestyle. And I know that uh, you are as well, Wade, uh, because you're more interested in putting good fuel in your body uh, but not feeling bloated and, and sluggish. The, the low-carb lifestyle is emerging as a very important dietary tweak, if you will, that can enhance longevity, enhance health, reduce inflammation, all these things. But most people don't really do it for very long because they don't feel good on it, right? Who wants to start with that one? Matt? Yeah. So, yeah, so I'll, I'll start with kind of how I got started, um, which is I was 16 and 
a girl told me I had a bubble butt, not not a complimentary. One. I was going to say that's actually a good thing today, by the way. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, that that was that was back then. I know it was kind of an insult yeah, at that yeah. time, I guess. Um, yeah, so it was I think 190 pounds, and I wasn't weightlifting, so decided to lose weight. Uh, found the the Atkins diet, uh, started doing that, dropped down to 147, so I lost you know 40. Three pounds, wow. and you know it worked. But then I got really into bodybuilding, and uh, Doctor Moro Di Pasquale, a Canadian powerlifting medical phenom. genius, yeah, phenom, yeah, he's great. Yeah, he wrote a book called The Anabolic Diet. Bought that, and it was just to me that was the holy grail because now I could build muscle while getting the benefits of keto. Right. So did that for three years and was able to go from. Again, keep in mind the goal was to build muscle 147 to 235. And by the way, I did a lot of mistakes, which we can talk about. But I also used it with my friend who was 391 pounds, and he dropped 191 pounds in 18 months. You know, So we're talking going from 391 to 200 in 18 months. And that was the exact uh, thing that he did as well. You know, He was doing the anabolic diet, which I think in a lot of ways is a superior version to just doing keto all the time, yes, which we I agree. Back to later, yeah. right? Basically, we're talking about cyclical keto, um, which again I think is a much superior thing. But back to your question, which is, should everybody do this? And the answer is no. And and the primary thing is really nutrigenomics. And we know there's a lot of genes that uh, affect your ability to process fats. Um, primarily if you're Caucasian, if you have Caucasian, then actually keto will perform well for you. People that live, for example, in, uh, tropical environments where there's fruits all the time or Mediterranean genetics, not saying they can't do it, but it might not be optimal. And, you know, that's, that's a big one. Of course, your gut biome is another big factor, but, you know, what, what's exciting about what's happening these days is the refinement of the ketogenic lifestyle and diet is going to incredibly high levels. Because when I started, I was doing dirty keto, um, <laughs> and I didn't know it. You know, it wasn't that term didn't exist back then. But you know, we'd eat Atkins bars and all kinds of garbage like that. I still got results, but not like I, I am today. So we understand it far more than we did back then, which was you know twenty three. Years ago. Just, just for the edification, even for me, what is considered dirty keto versus just more strict keto? Yeah. So here's something I always tell people when they do keto, which is everything in, in moderation. You know, so for example, can you eat nuts? Yes, but don't eat a lot of them. Can you eat veggies? Yes, but not a lot of them. Can you eat dairy? Yes, but not a lot of it. And the reason is based on, again, uh, measuring blood ketones for a long, long time, you will affect your ketosis levels when you, when you eat those things. And, you know, my opinion, dirty keto is essentially eating processed food. Uh, and, you know, right now there's uh, unparalleled about amounts of keto-based processed food available. So I think that's probably how I would define it is eating, you know, processed keto-ish foods. Um, but in my opinion, too, anything that pulls you out of ketosis, I would throw in that basket as well. And that, that includes some nuts and some veggies and some dairy. 
Um, like if I'm really looking to maximize body fat, and, that's, and it's one of the reasons why carnivores become so big. And I was doing carnivore years ago, uh, and I was cycle on and off. But I mean, man, when you're cutting all the carbs out and all you're eating is steaks and other flesh, uh, the fat loss seems to go to another level. My ketones would go to another level. So that's how I would define uh, dirty keto. It's okay. just eating okay. too many carbs and even dirtier processed stuff. Now, now, do people eat dirty keto or even, you know, I, I consider low carb anything uh, 100 grams of carbohydrates a day or less. And I qualify those carbohydrates as being low glycemic. I'm not talking about starches and sugars. I'm talking about green leafy stuff that really doesn't contribute a lot. Now, Wade, you're, you're more of a plant-based guy. Are, are, are you, you're a low carb guy too, right? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, I do really well on carbohydrates and I struggled metabolizing and digesting fats. I just didn't have the, a really good ability. We solved that problem later on, but so it was something I went to and Interesting enough, um, I see the benefits of uh, keto, and I usually access that through a process of fasting. So, for example, right now, mm-hmm. I do 12 hours of eating from 8 to 8, and then I'll take 36 hours where I don't eat. And I do that three times a week so that I'm getting the benefits of keto, even though I'm on a plant-based diet, which is going to be higher in carbohydrates. And when I had my... Um, Homo IR test done by my naturopathic doctor, Paul Maximus. He, he looked at my, my, uh, which measures blood sugar response and insulin response commensurate. And he's like, you've got, you've got more ketones and a better blood sugar response than most people on a ketogenic diet. Right. And yeah, and, and no damage. And we also did, um, uh, we also did, a test that measures the pulse test, which measured your denatured proteins relative to heart disease. He's like, there's virtually no, no chance of me getting diabetes, no chance of me getting heart disease. So those are two big killers. And uh, part of it, part of the reason I was able to, to successfully do that was I was able to overcome my digestive deficiencies in the ability to break down fats. Cause I think that's one of the reasons why people struggle with the transition. And yes. Matt and I used to go back and forth with this for years. And then Matt, you know, always wanting him and I always want to win the arguments with each other. Cause we're actually dietary. Yeah. Agnostic. You push each other. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, he actually, he, he got into the lab with a bunch of people secretly without me knowing and created these formulations and made, made, made me test them in the blind to see the effects of it. I mean, and he won the argument. So uh, because that the, because cool. these sub the, these these uh, agents let's say these agents work. So um, I want to I want to put an image up first before we start talking about this product because it is you know there's a lot of pixie dust stuff out there right you guys know that right you know <laughs> proprietary blends we we, we we we've consumed a lot of it we've yeah all, hope, all of us have right hopes in a bottle all, all of us have every, every look <laughs> if you're serious about trying to make gains and improve your your body you're going to try these things there's no doubt about it and there's a lot of pixie sure. dust out there and when i say pixie dust i mean not just proprietary blends but ingredients that showed questionable results but at doses that are not achievable with the stuff that's in the bottles that you're buying. I just want to put this up here. I'm going to, I'm going to put this up as a solo so people can see this. So this is the product we're talking about today. It's called Capex. Did I pronounce it right, guys? Capex? You did, yeah. Okay. 
it's the it's the apex of ketogenic supplements. Ah, I love that. I love that. That's very cool. So you've got you've got um, enzymes in here. Um, very special enzyme blend too. This right. this is an enzyme blend designed for ketosis, designed for low carb, designed for paleo. And 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 this this is going to digest plants better too. So you're going to be able to eat less plants as your carbohydrate source and extract more out of it. It looks like to me. Am I right about that? Well, the proteins obviously going to help with the proteins, and you know, even and for an example, we can talk about this in a moment. Uh, when you're consuming a lot of plants and vegetarian protein sources. These are not necessarily easy to break down. Right. Wade's never had digestive issues, despite he eats these epic two, three pound salads that shock the cashiers when he pays for them at Erwan and Whole Foods. Um, because of this enzyme blend, this is the same enzyme blend as in Mazzymes. It's a little less okay. uh, in terms of the quantity, but the same triphase protease. But the, the game changer here is the LIP4 blend, those four different lipases which are very potent to break down the fats into essential fatty acids and glycerol. And, you know, that's, that's one of the big challenges a lot of people have when they start consuming fats. And Wade's got a great story about that. Maybe, Wade, you want to share? But I want to just couch this. And I'm going to leave this image up here okay. while we're talking. Um, I want to just couch this in the fact that people always talk about being fat-adapted and not fat-adapted. And part of Can I go and, deep and, into that? What's that? Can I go deep into that? Yeah, because because the lipases are why you're not fat adapted. It's not because your body can't use fat as a, a substrate. It's because your body's not breaking it down to the the levels where it can then be used as a substrate. Am I right about or am I wrong about that? It's definitely part of it, for sure. So let's talk about the four levels of fat adaptation. So, le so level one is the first 14 days, your body's never been truly forced to utilize fats as their energy source because you've been feeding it glucose since you were a baby. Right. So that's where people get the keto flu and things like right. that. Now, Capex will help dramatically with that. The other thing that can help too is you know any ketone salt or ketone ester. Right. Uh, but but, we don't why, but you know why I don't like that, Matt? Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't help your body become adjusted to producing ketones and using ketones. It's it's mm -hmm. kind of like you know people think that if they take ketones, there you are doing something. You are mitigating some of the struggle of finding a life in ketosis, but you're also not allowing your body to make the transition, which is the whole goal of Correct. of. So go ahead. I'm sorry. I just want to throw that out there. No, no, you're you're right on the money. You know, so again, those first two weeks, uh, you know, taking three to five capsules of Capex, we can talk about the dose in a second, is a, is a game changer. The second phase of adaptation is really around the three month mark. And usually that's when I recommend people start doing cyclical keto because at that point, the fat breakdown ketone utilization pathways in the body are getting better and better. And you're able to actually consume carbs, glucose, and switch back and have almost zero ill effect. And for example, I've been doing this for years. On Mondays, I still got 0.5 ketone levels in my blood despite the fact I ate you know, five, 600 grams of carbs on, on Sunday. And that's, that's kind of a 
you know, we talk about metabolic flexibility, the ability to go from glucose to ketones and back and forth. That really starts happening around the three-month marks. As a general rule, I recommend people, hey, go, go strict keto for 12 weeks. And then after that, let's start, you know, introducing carb loads and refeeds uh, strategically and, and, again, with, with purpose. And then the third adaptation is usually around 12 months-ish. And typically, that's where people that are really power athletes uh, are able to perform on ketosis just as good as they could on, on carbs. So, you know, we, we all know that there's maybe a 10% drop off with, with power training and power athletes. That gap seems to be bridged around that. And then the fourth level, and I've seen some really interesting data, and, and I know I'm at that level now because I see it in my body, where the body actually holds on to glycogen in the muscle even when you're not eating carbs. And, you know, you see it because my muscles are a lot fuller even when I'm depleted than they used to. And there's some really interesting uh, data and science that I've seen that backs that up. So those are the four stages. But the point is that that KPEX will help you with with all these stages, uh, both from a digestive perspective as well as an energy perspective. And and that's really how we love to use it. Um, it, It's an incredible energy booster Here's a couple quick stories. So when I got the samples, and it was designed to do this. So it's not an accident. And we'll talk about the pathways in a moment. But when I got the samples, I, I think it was like 2 or 3 p.m. And I took five caps. And that night, it took me a couple of hours to fall asleep. I'm like, is it the Capex? You know, because usually I, you know, my, late, my sleep latency is 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 15 minutes max. I'm like, oh, let me repeat that. So I did it again. Took five caps around two three p.m. and I and I looked at my O-ring. Took me three hours to fall asleep that night. So we know that it does that, and you know everybody reports more energy from it because you're breaking down the fatty acids, you're driving them into the liver, into the muscle at, at an accelerated rate because of the L-carnitine. Then we're activating the mitochondria with the CoQ10. We're activating different enzyme enzymes in the liver with the 7-keto DHEA. We're also activating uh, the enzymes in AMPK with the InnoSlim. And then we're actually breaking down a lot more of the fats with the lipase, the dandelion root, which stimulates bile, the trace minerals help, the HCL helps, and the protease. So basically, uh, and, you know, we're all about maximizing all three phases of digestion, and this does it. One phase one is obviously consuming good food, which we're all about. Phase two is breaking that down with the enzymes, the dandelion root, the HCL, and three is the assimilation. And this is where this product really separates itself. We're driving the fatty acids again into the mitochondria and then accelerating the utilization of those fatty acids in the mitochondria, and that's where the energy boost comes from. Do you think that there could be any contribution from the 7 uh, Keto? Because it does it does improve thermogenesis, and we know mm-hmm. that at night, when you get ready for sleep, your body temperature actually drops. And could mm-hmm. it be the 7 Keto could be keeping body temperature elevated enough where you can't fall asleep? Well, the 7-Keto DHEA is not at a full clinical dose. Yeah, it's I know. designed to just activate the enzymes so i i doubt it um you do get uh, some heat uh, my wife took some capex yesterday and she's like man my, my body's warmer um which is normal when your metabolism gets 
ramped up, yeah. which which this this does. So again, we're we're very hesitant to call it a magic fat loss pill, but theoretically this should help. And the InnoSlim does increase AMPK quite a bit. And I want to I want to talk more about AMPK fellas. for just a second because it's a big target of anti aging right now. But um, mm-hmm. Ivo Sue says, does taking regular exogenous ketones hinder one's ability to make endogenous ketones in the future or actually at that moment? It's a great question. We don't know the answer to that. Um, It's a great question, though. But what does change over time? And this is something that everybody can test. And this this is a signature of somebody who is more fat adapted. And Dom, Dom D'Agostino talks about this, which is how fast do you burn the ketones, right? So, for an example, when we do this really intense hardcore brain training um, once or twice a year, we'll consume, for, for very specific reasons, 50 to 60 grams of ketone esters a day. If you know anything about that, it's a, it's a mega dose. Yeah. But if you're measuring your ketones, let's say every hour, you know, let's say you took somebody who's not fat adapted and you measured their ketones. Their ketone levels are going to stay really high in the bloodstream. They're not going to drop that fast versus mine. You're going to see a really quick decline because your body's ability to burn them is a lot higher. And that's one of the reasons people, when people are longer on ketosis, they're measuring their blood ketone levels and they're saying, well, I can't get above two. Well, guess what? That's a good thing. Over time, you should be lower and lower because your body's just better Using at burning it, them up. Yeah, and that makes perfect exactly. sense because if you're taking exogenous ketones and you know taking five grams of ketone esters, especially like the V-chesters, produces this much of a, a rise in, in blood ketone levels, but you, on the other hand, can't get it above 50% of that, it means that your body's burning it up. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's really interesting. If you're watching the show right now, and you like it, start a watch party. There's a little button down at the bottom of the screen you can click or just invite some friends to watch it with you because they'll get something good out of it, I promise you. Um, so get, getting back to the uh, the product itself, it also does break down protein, right? And that's another contributor to being successful at a low-carb diet uh, in general, right? Who, who wants to take that one? Yeah. You want to take that weight? or Sure. So when people are looking at breaking down protein in a diet and as you increase your protein intake, cause usually, you know, people are relying on, uh, you know, meats and things like that. And some people have a hard time with that transition or they feel that stuck in their stomach feeling when they have that big steak or whatever, and it becomes discomfortable. Oftentimes what we have found, uh, based on Dr. Edward Howe's research where he did uh, food enzymes for health and longevity as well as enzyme nutrition, he demonstrated the the average person when the time they hit 40 has less than 30% of the enzymatic production capacity. Now, enzymes are responsible for everything from thinking to blinking in your body. There's over 25,000 enzymatic processes. And what's interesting when you dive into his research, which he tested so many different animals and people and everything else over decades and decades is that proteolytic production, proteolytic enzyme production starts to taper off or almost be eliminated by the time a person's 28 years old as the body is trying to produce its enzymatic reserve or its enzymatic bank account. And oftentimes people will notice this, that as they age, they're not able to eat the food that they used to be able to eat. 
I used to go out for big steaks when I was 22 years old and, you know, scarf those down three, four times a week. And now when I eat it, it feels like it's sitting in my stomach. Well, the reason why that is, is because they don't have enough proteolytic enzymes. And there's three specific proteolytic enzymes, protease 3.0, 4.5, and 6.0, that are essential in cleaving your proteins and converting them into amino acids. And how that works is when you eat food, like you've got about 30 to 60 minutes once the food enters into the into your stomach, where the enzymes present in the food are supposed to break it down. And unfortunately, humans, we cook all our food and destroy all the enzymes. So tigers eat the food raw, bears eat the food raw, even animal, like plant-based animals eat right. the food raw and they get the enzymes with it. So what that does is it puts a huge metabolic load on your liver to manufacture more enzymes. That's why people... After I get they get they get the turkey dinner syndrome. They have the Thanksgiving dinner or whatever, and everybody's bailing for the couch or the or the floor, depending on who got there first, because your body has to take all the enzymatic capacity and shift it out of your brain, shift it out of your organs, shift it out of your muscles, and, and go to your, to digest and break down the food that you had because you just had you know three servings of, of, of a ginormous meal, right. and so. As we age, we become more and more dependent or more resistance to breaking down protein. So these protease 3.0, 4.5, 6.0, what those refer to is the midpoint within the, within the pH level. So your stomach is going to run when hydrochloric acid comes in you know, about 30 to 60 minutes. It's going to start changing that pH. And as that pH changes, some enzymes will become activated and other enzymes will become deactivated in those um, those pH levels. And so most people who take a digestive enzyme, you know, it, it just says protease on it. Right. There's not sufficient amount of proteases in the 3.0, 4.5, and 6.0. There's no science. There's no research. There's nothing thrown into it. It's like mishmash of maybe. Oh, we got protease or whatever. Right. So the two things that are important is that you have sufficient numbers um, amounts of protease when that's measured in, a, in a, a kind of a strange classification called HUTs, which really means to how much digestive power uh, an enzyme will have. So ideally, you want to have something in a serving size at around 100,000 HUTs. And you can basically, you could break down just about anything at that level with the correct ratios of 3.0, 4.5 and 6.0. And that's how we got to that particular formulation over the course of the last 16 years to, to work that out. And then Matt added the, the lipase component of this. So this is customized for people who are choosing a ketogenic diet. And I, want, I want to hit a really good, good. big point r related to keto and, and protein and fats. So the, the classical ketogenic diet, which was uh, first is you know, really used with people that have seizures. And for example, uh, my niece, uh, she, she's one of these people and she, they, you know, she's been on a ketogenic diet since she's been a, a child, right. For those reasons. But the classical ketogenic diet is extremely high fat, right? It's you know, 70, 80% fat and maybe 20, 25% pro uh, protein. The rest is carbs. Now going back to the phases, once you're in phase two, again, kind of the three month mark and, and beyond, your body has now learned that it can start using fat for fuel, mm -hmm. which is not an easy adaptation to do if you've never gone through that. Now, 
once you're at that phase, you can start reducing fat levels and increasing protein levels. And that's one of the reasons why carnivore is so effective. Uh, but again, I wouldn't start somebody off on carnivore right out of the gate. You know, give yourself three months, eat more fast. And, and, you know, that can be, can you do it on carnivore? Yes, but make sure it's really fatty cuts, the ribeyes, right. and you eat, you eat those fat chunks. You know, you eat the lamb with the fat, you eat duck, you know, really, really, you know, pork. And we, and we, and we learned that from Stefanson and his, uh, his, his experiments at Bellevue after he lived with the Inuit, and he was doing mm-hmm. great on basically a carnivore diet. And then when he mm-hmm. went to Bellevue and he tried to duplicate his, uh, his results with the Inuit, he only ate lean muscle meat. He got very sick very, very quickly. Yeah. Well, you still, no matter what, you know, even if you start leaning out your cuts, you still want to be eating fatty things. I mean, yes. I, don't, I don't ever recommend people eat chicken uh, or turkey on a keto diet, for example. I mean, maybe once in a while is a treat, but that's it. So my point is, as you're getting fat adapted, you can start increasing your protein dosage. And, you know, uh, one of my old coaches, Kevin Weiss, he would get shredded. Wade used to compete with him uh, in the natural bodybuilding days. And he would get shredded doing that. So he would start reducing his fat. He would keep his calories around the same, but start increasing the protein and decreasing fat. And that's a classic, you know, get ripped bodybuilding approach, even with carbs. Uh, a lot of coaches, they'll start with more higher percentage of carbs. And as they're dieting down, they're cutting down the carbs and increasing the protein because right. we know that, you know, it, it, your body burns more energy when you're increasing protein and you're, you're decreasing kind of the energy coming in. So just in terms of a, of a fat loss approach, uh, it, it's a good move. And it's one of the reasons why carnivore does work well, you know, switching from kind of classical keto to carnivore. But the enzymes are always a huge component of that, you know, because ultimately, again, it's not just the proteins that you're consuming. Are you breaking them down? And is your body assimilating them as muscle tissue or with the fatty acids as fuel? Um, we have to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about AMPK for a moment. Because AMPK is an interesting uh, molecule that seems to be all the rage amongst the anti-aging community. It's all about pushing down mTOR and raising AMPK. And this supplement actually raises AMPK pretty dramatically when you look at the numbers. And so I want to talk about how that fits in, not just to the low-carb lifestyle, but just to the healthy lifestyle in general. If you're somebody who wants to live a low-carb lifestyle, and there's a lot of scientific reasons that show you should, uh, especially when you're an old guy like me, 62 years old, I do, wear, I do very well on low-carb. When I eat high-carb, high-starchy carb, I just don't feel good. And my, my joints hurt more. I mean, it's, it, this is not my, my imagination. We know this is true. But if you're somebody who wants to endeavor the low-carb lifestyle, the keto lifestyle, or even the carnivore lifestyle, and you want to have greater success at it. You want to make it a little bit easier to do it, but you also want to see more of the good stuff and less of the bad stuff associated with it. Go to the website, kenergize.com slash SHR. You see it scrolling at the bottom of your screen right now. And choose one of the purchase options, and at checkout, use the code SHR. You can save up to 42%. That's almost half off of this supplement to give it a try. Uh, and uh, so Elise has been using it, and she noticed that she took it late at night, and she couldn't sleep. And she said, you think it's this? I says, I don't know, since you already covered that. So clearly it energizes you. And people are looking for more friggin' energy. Take it from me. 
And I want more energy, especially since I've given up caffeine. Um, this is a great product. It's worthy of your your uh, interest. Kenergize.com slash SHR, code SHR. Choose a purchase option up to 42% off. We're going to take one quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, uh, something AMPK uh, because it's uh, it's something that's been very, very interesting amongst those of us who've been following anti-aging. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you a fan of the low-carb lifestyle? Having trouble getting fat adapted on your keto diet? Feel like your digestion has stalled? Now there's Capex. Capex increases fat loss and energy on any low-carb, no-carb diet, all while improving digestion. Capex boosts AMPK in muscles by 52% and fat cells by 300%. Capex increases ATP in your liver by 22%, a key part of energy production, all while revving up the fat-burning hormone adiponectin by a whopping. 248%. Nothing works like Capex, and now you can get Capex for up to 42% off by going to kenergize.com slash SHR and choosing one of the purchase options and using the code SHR. That's K-E-N-E-R-G-I-Z-E dot com slash SHR and code SHR. Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip, cookie chunk, and crunchy crumble is custom-made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at Redcon 1. Go to Redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one.com, or go to superhumanradio.net and click the Redcon 1 banner ad today. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. I love beef. And if you love beef, listen up. I've discovered the best tasting beef in the world and that's not an exaggeration at piedmontese.com the Piedmontese breed is famous from Italy for being lean and unbelievably tender with half the fat and calories of traditional beef. Even typically tough cuts are tender when it comes from the Piedmontese cows. And for the first time ever, Piedmontese cows are being raised here in the USA. Get two free 10-ounce New York strips when you purchase $50 or more at Piedmontese.com with code SHR. Go to P-I-E-D-M-O-N-T-E-S-E Dot com and use code SHR today. You will never eat any other type of beef ever again. You're listening to the Superhuman Channel. Don't hate us because we feel good. Welcome back. 
talking about an amazing supplement if you are somebody who is interested in the low-carb lifestyle. We have a question from David. We'll get that up here in just a minute. Let's talk a little bit about AMPK for a second. It's become a very, very interesting topic because the anti-aging community is all about turning off mTOR and turning up AMPK. Explain to the, the listeners what AMPK is and why it's important that this particular supplement really turns it on in a, in a, in a high way. Yeah, so just to kind of piggyback off what you said, uh, there seems to be an inverse relationship between AMPK and mTOR. Um, so it is AMPK is a protein kinase which plays a role in, in cellular energy, and it seems to activate glucose and fatty acid uptake when uh, cellular energy is low. So that's that's one of the reasons why you get an energy boost from it. And you know when you're when you're losing body fat, when you're uh, low in calories, AMPK tends to go up. We know when we consume protein, mTOR goes up. So again, when you're fasting, AMPK goes up, and that's kind of the relationship. And I'm not a believer, just as a quick side note, that you should try to just you know crank AMPK all the time or Me and, and avoid mTOR activation. I, I think it's very misguided. We're genetically, yeah. I think you got to go back and forth. Yes. Well, the, and there's evidence of that. We we talked about a study a couple years ago that showed that uh, that uh, baseline autophagy, which happens all the time, but is spiked during fasting, mm-hmm. contributes to pro- the protein synthetic response, but only when there is a low and a high. If, if autophagy is turned on all the time at the same level, we don't see this improvement in protein synthesis. So the reason, if you're reasoning and you're thinking about it, you think, oh, because the body likes this oscillation, right? It likes to make a little mess and then clean up a little mess and make a little mess and clean up a little mess. And these people who are so misguided that are on metformin because they just want to crush mTOR because they're going to live forever – it, 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 it's not going to work. And you know what the funny thing is? We have no human evidence that this idea of crushing mTOR all the time is effective at anything except losing muscle. We, we see this. Mm-hmm. People who, who, you know, and I got guys that are juiced and they say, well, I'm taking metformin. Well, yeah, you're shooting a gram a week, like big deal. Like you think they, they, you're really getting – because I even asked Dr. Blagoscloni this question. I said, Dr. Blagoscloni, if I take rapamycin – and I also eat 400 grams of protein a day. Am I going to suppress mTOR? Or is the net effect that the protein and the leucine is going to turn on him? He goes, no one's looked at that. Of course. Because it's, if you, you could take 6 milligrams of rapamycin a day and eat 400 grams of protein. And guess what? You're going to turn on mTOR. Mm-hmm. So it, it's... Yeah. No, and, and again, it's our opinion that you know cycling between periods of autophagy and periods of anabolism is the natural design of the human body. I mean, go back, going back to your caveman days, would be probably days and weeks, and maybe even months where you had to fast because there's no food, and then very anabolic periods where you would find an, or kill an animal or find a fruit tree and gorge. And I'm a big believer. Uh, again, for most people that have the genetics for it, that going and cycling between fasting and feasting yes. is is a natural thing. And that's that's why I'm a big fan of the cyclical keto diet. And you know what else supports that? I had a, a doctor on, one of the guys who really changed, there's several people that changed the direction of the show. The first guy was Randy Roach, my great friend from, from uh, I think, believe he lives in Calgary. 
Uh, he wrote the three volumes of Muscle, Smoke, and Mirrors, uh, which gave us a view on the historic influences of bodybuilding on nutrition and physical culture. Uh, but another book was Of Doves, Diplomats, and Diabetes by Dr. Melind Watfi in India. The book shows, his research shows, that fasting and feasting is critical, number one, and uh, danger or risk plays a very, very big role in what your body does with the food after you eat it. And it makes perfect sense. He says, from an evolutionary perspective, we never had refrigerators. We had to go out and find food. And that was a lot of risk because we could become food. And so that risk component actually releases peptides in the brain that both suppress fear but influence nutrient partitioning better than any nutrient partitioning supplement you're going to buy on the market. And so, you know, he was a big proponent of like what you do for your exercise has to have a little bit of risk. Maybe it's sprinting and you're worried that you're going to pull a hamstring or maybe it's being down in that hole with 700 pounds on your back and hoping you can come back out. And that is a critical part of our makeup and we've ignored it. We go to the refrigerator. There's no risk in that. So uh, we have a question from David uh, Rambat. And let me just get this up. He says, I've been taking P3OM and Masszyme together, two pill dose with meals at be- and at bedtime. Uh, seen great results with just a little over a week dropping 10 pounds. That's impressive. Flatter stomach and lower blood uh, food intake. How would I decide on Masszyme or this product long term combined with P3OM? Who wants to take that? I would, I would just say it depends on how he's eating. Um, if if he's keto, I'd probably use Capex. If he's eating some carbs, I'd probably use Masszymes. So even even low carbish. Um, like if you're eating a hundred grams, I mean, it depends. So a lot of people and, and, you know, Wade is doing this and I'd love to hear Wade's experience. Um, cause Wade does eat more carbs than I do, obviously, you know, you can use Capex just as an energy booster, three to five caps, usually about 50, uh, one cap for every 50 pound of body weight. First thing in the morning, you're going to get eight to 10, maybe even 12 hours of increased energy without, taxing the adrenals which is huge uh so maybe wade you can address that i'm taking it tomorrow i'm taking it tomorrow morning now i'll talk about it on tomorrow's show because i need energy right now i've cut out caffeine so i'm going to take five caps tomorrow morning okay yeah yeah go ahead wade sorry about that yeah you'll love it you'll love it so again like like matt said as i have a much higher carb intake being on a plant-based diet and i take Four capex every single morning for sustained energy throughout the day. I, I, I tried doing like four and four, doing like four at eight a.m. and like four at noon. I, I get too much. Like it's like I, I gotta wheel that back because I'd be up. You know, I'm roaming around at midnight, feeling like what can I do right, right. now? Not a stimulation. So I think what people mistake. Uh, the, the big mistake a lot of people fall into is they rely on stimulants of the central nervous system and the adrenal response, which has a limited cycle. And I've burned myself on that. And pretty much everybody that's a, you know, a, a caffeineaholic yeah. has gone down that route. You just need bigger and bigger dosages until somebody taps out. <laughs> so, right. um, so when I started using Capex, what was beautiful about that, cause I went off 
all caffeine products for a little over a year as I was uh, recharging my adrenals from burning them out. Capex became the bridge. And the other thing I want to add to that is a side note, which is not really to cement, but I'm talking about the metabolizing as fats as a fuel, because that will also because I'm in 36 hours where I'm not eating at all. All I do is I take my four Capex in the morning. That's it. And I'm able to run my business. I'm able to go on three, four hour hikes. I'm able to do my workouts with no food, nothing, because I'm so much more fat adapted. Because early on, before I had that, Matt used to, you know, try and we do these experiments. Okay, can Wade do the ketogenic diet and can I increase the fats? And as soon as I got my fats, you know, up to maybe 50, 60 grams, and I was taking, you know, various, I tried different ones, I'd start getting fats in my stool. Yeah. Right. I wasn't digesting it and I, you know, I, I, I just didn't feel good and stuff. And so I didn't, ex- when I'm doing these keto, this cycling diet now, I'm taking in a lot more fats than I ever did before with no digestive stress. So I know that that product was really helping me digest the fats because I wasn't available. And of course, that leads you to be able to metabolize fats inside your system because your body, any enzyme that it doesn't use in the digestive process, we believe actually turns into a systemic enzyme. In other words, it'll assist in enzymatic processes based on the pathway. So fat, like lipolytic enzymes, they'll go down fat pathways. Proteolytic enzymes will go down protein pathways. Amylase will go down carbohydrate pathways inside the systems uh, because you don't find enzymes in the stool generally if you take even mega doses of enzymes, which is very interesting about how your body will just hang on and preserve these Put them somewhere. Units. Yeah. They'll put them somewhere because they're so essential. I mean, they're essential from everything from thinking to blinking. And so when you do not have enough enzyme presence, guess what? You just lower the amount of, of checks, metabolic checks that you can write out of your body. And so that's the other outside benefit out of just pure digestion that people have to understand when you're taking a, an enzymatic supplementation. If you're listening to the show right now and you're thinking to yourself, well, does Wade examine his stool? You can tell there's fat in your stool if it floats. So I had a, I had a, a teacher, a biology teacher, tell my son Chase when he was in school, he was in, in uh, middle school, that uh, I guess one of the kids says, why does my poop float sometimes? And he says, oh, there's air caught in it. And I said to my son, Chase, I said, that's not why. I says, there's fat in it. Fat floats. I says, the more fat you have in your stool, the more your stool will float. So if your stool plummets to the bottom of the toilet bowl, there's no fat in it. But if it hangs around and it kind of bobs on the top of the water, there's fat in it. So it's really easy to find out if you're pooping out fat in, 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 during the day because if it doesn't float, you know, it's not fat. Um, so – the uh, the product that we're talking about, I want to promote it real quick here uh, before because I'm actually using a clock again, like I was when I was on AM radio. So it's funny because I'm I'm actually trying to tighten up my game a little bit. The product is called Capex, and if you go to the website kenergize.com/shr uh, and use the code shr and choose one of they have several different options for you to purchase. You can save up to forty two percent off, which is crazy between you and I. Uh, and, uh, and it's a really good opportunity. And I, I, like, I literally, like when you were talking a second ago, Matt, I was thinking, man, I wish I could go home and go to sleep now and wake up tomorrow morning. Cause I want to take five of these in the morning and see what it feels like, because this could be the answer that I've been looking for 
for that little bit of energy in the morning without a stimulant. This is, this, I'm so excited about this. So I, I will be using it first thing in the morning. I will talk about it on tomorrow's show. Um, kenergize.com slash SHR, code SHR, up to 42% off. Go check it out. And I want to put this back up because what David said he's going to do is he's going to use it in the morning. And then he's going to continue to use his uh, P3OM and his Masszyme later in the day. And I think that makes perfect sense because after hearing about the energizing effect, you don't want to use this throughout the day, especially with your last meal because you want to get to sleep. So this is like – Usually one cap. Like let's say you are eating a fatty meal, like one cap will will do the trick because there's so much lipase in it too. We we designed it that way where like one cap is enough lipase to break down almost any meal. So for lunch and dinner, usually one cap and it shouldn't affect sleep too much. Is is lipase in all mushrooms? I see that some of these are isolated from mushrooms. They are. So when you ferment certain plants, they produce certain enzymes and then you isolate these enzymes and that's that's how you create enzymes so you're fermenting different plants and depending what plant you're fermenting they're going to produce different enzymes tony gibson says does it help you focus and digest foods yeah it does right i mean it helps focus but it also increases digestion but it also increases thermogenesis i mean it's really an amazing supplement when you when you really think about it it's doing yeah. everything that people want. People want to digest their food, they want to burn more fat, and they want to have energy. The only thing, if you if you put just a tad Cialis in it, you'd have the greatest product in the world. <laughs> and it gives you it gives you an erection. It's like I'm burning fat. Uh, we could call it the svelte pill then, if you would add a little, <laughs> little just a little bit of Cialis to it, right? Because yeah, you'd be yeah. you'd be lean and you'd be ready. <laughs> there you go. We're gonna take one then- good, I'm sorry. Well, just one one quick uh, yeah. tip as far as focus nutritional tip is uh, you know when your brain runs out of choline, you, it's hard to focus. So just eating more eggs, uh, you I know, love starting eggs. your day off with with six eggs uh, it goes a long way to replenish choline levels. So. I start off with five, but often I have eggs for dinner as well. I probably go through at least a dozen eggs a day on on the normal. All right, we're going to take one quick commercial break. We'll be right back, and we'll wrap this discussion up later in the show. I'm going to tell you, I've asked the question, does the CDC make money on vaccines? Oh, boy, do they. And in the world of science, that's called a conflict of interest because they also dictate that people use them. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you remember those delicious toaster pastries you had when you were a kid? You know, the rectangular sugar-filled snacks? Well, guess what? Legendary Foods has just made low-carb toaster pastry. This is the first of its kind, and honestly, these things are amazing. They have three to four net carb, less than one gram of sugar, and nine grams of protein. You can eat them right out of the wrapper or lightly toast them. The only question is, which flavor? Strawberry or brown sugar cinnamon? They're available at eatlegendary.com and Amazon. Ever wish there was a precise way to gauge your recovery from workout to workout? Or wonder if the money you're spending on your nootropic supplements are actually improving brain function? Maybe you're aging and you're noticing some changes in memory. Wouldn't being able to really test your brain be of great value? Well, now you can with great accuracy with the Brain Gauge. The Brain Gauge lets you test essential components of brain health and track your brain health history and all in the comfort of your own home. Go to gaugeyourbrain.com and use code SHR for 150 off this amazing device. That's gaugeyourbrain.com and SHR for $150 off. 
Imagine if you had a digital twin, one that you could compare your own health and fitness outcomes to, one that showed you whether or not the things you're doing, food you're eating, or drinks you're drinking are actually working for you or against you. Well, now you can. The first ever advanced epigenetic saliva test that compares 20 million different data points of your DNA to help predict what is aging you faster or keeping you younger is being introduced to my audience at a 70% discount from the normal price. Go to seeds.md slash epigenetic dash test today to learn how to get your own digital twin that will help you take the steps to live longer and stay stronger. Don't wait because this is a limited time offer not available anywhere else. Once these tests are gone, they're gone. Again, go to seeds.md slash epigenetic dash test today to learn more. Are you a fan of the low-carb lifestyle? Having trouble getting fat adapted on your keto diet? Feel like your digestion has stalled? Now there's Capex. Capex increases fat loss and energy on any low-carb, no-carb diet, all while improving digestion. Capex boosts AMPK and muscles by 52% and fat cells by 300%. Capex increases ATP in your liver by 22%, a key part of energy production, all while revving up the fat-burning hormone adiponectin by a while. 248%. Nothing works like Capex, and now you can get Capex for up to 42% off by going to kenergize.com slash SHR and choosing one of the purchase options and using the code SHR. That's K-E-N-E-R-G-I-Z-E dot com slash SHR and code SHR. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman Radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more productive at RenewLifeRx.com. This is the Superhuman Channel, doing reps with the weight of the world. Welcome back. So I got a couple things to put up here. So first of all, acknowledging his question, he said, yes, that is what I needed. Uh, thank you for answering it. And then he also said, love your shows. Ivo Sue, who lives far away, uh, said he just ordered six bottles. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for patronizing the sponsors because they make the show possible. I've been saying that for years. Um. And look, he said it's a good deal, too. He bought six bottles, and it's a good deal. So there you go. How do you like that? So take advantage of it. It's a great product. These are, these are well-thought-out supplements. When you look at the list of ingredients in the supplements that Bioptimizers produces, it, there is no pixie dust. And it's not some obscure study and one thing, and it's like, oh, well, we're just going to leverage this. This is it. I mean, there's a lot of thought that goes into the synergistic effects of multiple ingredients. And then when you look at the dosages, you realize that these are dosages that work in humans, not in rodents, you know. So it's, um, it's, it's really good to patronize a company that isn't trying to take advantage of your naivete about supplements, but actually deliver something that provides a, a, a benefit. And so I, I you know, I, I commend you guys. I know I said that last time, but it's the truth. I mean, I look at supplements. I get bottles of stuff sent to me all the time. Truthfully, I throw most of it right in the garbage. Because I'm not going to take it, 
I'm not I'm not going to take it because I don't see a reason to take it. Um, but I use all your products. I use I use the P3OM. I use the Masszyme. I love it. And now I see tomorrow morning I'll be using the Capex. So there you go. So uh, in summary, how long can you take Capex? Is it something that you should? Um, oh, here. What's the website, Carl? Uh, Con. Thanks for being here, brother. Hope you're doing well. Uh, the, the website is here. I'm going to put it up. It's kenergize.com slash shr. And use the code SHR for up to 42% off. Uh, check it out. And uh, I know you and I probably have a lot of the same goals. You're not as old as me, Con. I know that. I know that. I'm not saying that. Don't get me wrong. He'll get mad at me. But um, d- d- is this something you have to cycle on and off from time to time? First of all, anytime you're considering taking something, you, know, you always want to think, am I hitting receptors? And if you are hitting receptors, for example, caffeine – we know that it, it hits your receptors, and that's why you got to keep increasing the dosages. With this product, you're not hitting any receptors, so there's no real uh, adaptation that's going to happen. In other words, if if you take it, you know, for, for two months, three months, people still get the energy boost from it. Um, again, because we're not taxing adrenals, we're not hitting receptors and then releasing adrenaline and cortisol and all the stuff that would happen with the caffeine, for example. So. As far as what we've seen, uh, zero adaptation. So you can continue using it with no issues. Day in and day out. Yeah. yeah. One thing I, I'd like, that to, I'd like yeah. to add to that, Carl, if you don't mind. Please. And, and, and this is something that I really believe is so critical in understanding nutrition, in that enzymes and probiotics are a natural part of the normal food consumption component through all animal species. But with modern food production and distribution, we've eliminated those essential elements to life. And I feel that our food, our definition of food has really hamstrung people because it's normal and naturally to be consuming enzymes and probiotics with every single meal that we eat. That would be our normal state. And we've stripped that out and we haven't readjusted based on, you know, science as it is today. And so for people who ask about, should I take enzymes and probiotics all the time? Well, of course you should, because that's the natural state of how we would evolve to enjoy, to enjoy food. Same as animals. And we're just, you know, animals yeah. with big brains. It's like, should I breathe air? Should I breathe air? Yeah. Yeah. You probably yeah. should. You know, it's like they're, they're, when it, and I get it because people are so, there's two types of people out there and I get emails and questions from people all the time about their health. And I love helping people. I got to be honest with you. Elisa says to me, Oh my God, you know, you spend so much time answering questions and it's like, well, I'm just happy that people want to talk to me. (laughs) That's fine. Um, but the reality is there's two types of people that contact me. Um, Hey, should I start taking DHEA? I don't know. What's your blood work look like? You know what I mean? Like there are some things, vitamin D, DHEA or any type of hormone, like, okay, go get some blood work done. If you want to supplement, supplement. If you determine that you're deficient, and then supplement until you're in a range that we established humans do well in. Uh, but then there's the other, the other people who don't want to take any supplements at all because they're, they're, they feel like if they include something, you know, now, oh, I've, it's like, okay, what are you including? And when you talk about probiotic, you talk about enzymes, it's like saying, should I eat celery or not? 
Why not? I mean, celery is is eaten by humans for you know thousands of years. Why not? It's not something that you need to know whether or not you're deficient in it. And I think enzymes and probiotics fall into those those classes because you know, let's not forget you go to a place like um um, oh, what's the name of it? Uh, the, the steakhouse. I can't think of it. I used to go there when I was a kid. The steakhouse in uh, in New York. But if you you go to a fine steakhouse where they age their meat, guess what's on that meat? There's biotics on that meat. That's what's making it tenderized. It's probiotics. You could call it probiotics. They're microbes, and that's what tenderizes the meat. And so then you say, hey, I want a I want a rare T-bone. Well, you want the 35 day age one? Yeah. And they bring that out to you. You're eating microbes along with your meat. And that has happened for thousands of years. So you're absolutely right. I mean, the, the, the idea that people think that, oh, I don't want to take this because it's a, an enzyme. Your body's going to save it. If it didn't need it, it's going to use it someplace else. If you can digest your food on your own, it'll use it someplace else. We know systemic enzymes have amazing benefits. Well, these are basically systemic if you're not using them to digest food. Exactly. But it was the Steakhouse Lugers. Yeah, Peter Lugers. I couldn't think of it. I haven't been there yet. I, I, I want to. It's, it's on my like New York Google Maps list of places. Yeah, it's a, it's a haunt. It's when I lived in New York, we used to go there periodically. And the steaks are amazing. And they have, they have their own uh, aging area where they keep their steaks to age. Nice. Excuse me. So I want to wrap this up. Did we miss anything about this supplement today? Well, no. there's one, oh, there's one right, thing right. that that I'd like to add, and and that is, you know, Matt and I started this whole company as personal trainers, and we got addicted, basically, just like you have, to to helping people reach a new level of health, vitality, and and what we call the optimized health, which is a combination of aesthetics, performance, and health. We have a triangle that we work on, and one of the things that we made a pledge to ourselves is that we would never compromise our values or never compromise the values of what people are trying to achieve. And so when someone tries one of our products, they, when they take their first bottle, if they, for any reason, they don't like it or it didn't work for them or they're, we give them a hundred percent money back guarantee. So we're not, they're not putting at risk. We don't want your money. If you're not absolutely blown away by it, we have an amazing customer service that can answer your specific questions relative to your diet and stuff. I've got over 7,500 answers already built. And, and if it's not answered by our staff, which we've trained, it goes directly to myself or directly to Matt. And we will answer that question so that you get how to take the product. There's no risk to the product. And you can be confident that it's going to be something that's been put together well and it's going to deliver the results or Guess what? It's on us. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. I've never seen this before on any supplement website. There's a 365-day return if you're not satisfied with this product. I mean, that's, that's, right. that's amazing. Now tell, now, tell me, <laughs> how often do you see them re- return? Two and a half percent. Yeah. Which is a fraction of the industry average. So uh, and usually, and, 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 and usually it's because, for example, if somebody thinks they have low enzymes, they might have actually low stomach acid. So they might need HCL breakthrough instead of mass enzymes. Yeah. So that's typically uh, people are misdiagnosing their digestive issue, whether it's, you know, stomach acid or enzymes or the probiotics, 
uh, when people have digestive distress, it's usually one or two out of the three. So people might just choose the wrong product. And then, and, and as a side note too, another thing we do, which I, I don't believe any other supplement company in the world does. If somebody contacts us and says, Hey, you know, I ordered HCL breakthrough and it's not solving my problem. We will ship them Mazzymes or P3OM, depending on what we think the answer is with no charge. So, so they in other words, it. they can try out. Yeah. yeah. And then, Usually that solves that issue. Yeah. We call it we'll fix your get we'll fix your digestion guarantee. That's I like that. What we're known at. Veda Veda put up the we have and I just wanted her to know that we've been running it at the bottom of the uh, screen uh, throughout the interview, Veda. Thank you for coming over and uh, and and making sure I had the right URL there. It's kenergize.com slash SHR. If you use the code SHR, depending on the uh, pricing model you choose, you can save up to forty two percent. And as you can see, Ivo Sue said he bought six bottles during the show, and he did say that it was a great deal. So there you go. So and three hundred sixty-five day return policy. How you know? Come on, like try it on us. That's basically what they're saying. Try it on us. So I, I love it. I love it. Um, that's it for this interview. I appreciate you guys being here. I appreciate you guys uh, supporting the show, especially because it's it's hard for me to find sponsors that I I, I trust. And I respect and have products that I feel like I'm not selling out by promoting. And, and you guys help me fulfill that, that need. But I'm going to let you guys go now because I'm going to do a rant. And I don't want to splash any of my crazy on you uh, just to make sure that the audience understands that when I come back, it's going to be me talking about uh, the money that the CDC makes on vaccines. It's crazy. And we have to question this because in the science scientific community this is called a conflict of interest so it is something that is important uh but we'll be right back with more superhuman radio please stay tuned and here we go Do you remember those delicious toaster pastries you had when you were a kid? You know, the rectangular sugar-filled snacks? Well, guess what? Legendary Foods has just made low-carb toaster pastry. This is the first of its kind, and honestly, these things are amazing. They have three to four net carb, less than one gram of sugar, and nine grams of protein. You can eat them right out of the wrapper or lightly toast them. The only question is, which flavor? Strawberry or brown sugar cinnamon? They're available at eatlegendary.com and Amazon. Imagine if you had a digital twin, one that you could compare your own health and fitness outcomes to, one that showed you whether or not the things you're doing, food you're eating, or drinks you're drinking are actually working for you or against you. Well, now you can. The first ever advanced epigenetic saliva test that compares 20 million different data points of your DNA to help predict what is aging you faster or keeping you younger is being introduced to my audience at a 70% discount from the normal price. Go to seeds.md slash epigenetic dash test today to learn how to get your own digital twin that will help you take the steps to live longer and stay stronger. Don't wait because this is a limited time offer not available anywhere else. Once these tests are gone, they're gone. Again, go to seeds.md slash epigenetic dash test today to learn more. 
Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon One. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at Redcon One. Go to redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one, dot com, or go to superhumanradio.net and click the Redcon 1 banner ad today. Hey, this is Carl. For 14 years, you've heard me talk about Can-See Eye Drops, and they being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at now 61 years old. But I regularly get emails and messages from people who've been using Can-See and having some amazing results. Recently, I got an email from a fellow named Chad, who, because he was on dexamethasone eye drops for over six months, developed a cataract. Can-See Eye Drops actually reduced my cataract to the point where even my doctor has a hard time finding it. I will never stop using Can-See Eye Drops twice a day. I've been using them since 2008, he says. And you should be too. There is no better way to keep your eyes healthy and seeing clearly than Can-See Eye Drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com today and get on board and we will both be looking into the future with very clear vision. Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip, cookie chunk, and crunchy crumble is custom-made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest. You're listening to the Superhuman Channel. We're ripped and we're ready. Welcome back. I don't want anybody to recognize me because people are going to say I'm crazy. Nah, not true. So last week on a show, at the end of a show, I did my little COVID-19 update rant thing. I asked a simple question. Do we know how much money the CDC makes on vaccines? Because they own like 28 or 30 vaccine patents now. And I, I said, well... Maybe they own them so other countries can't own them and then hold us hostage to get them. That would be a noble reason. They'd say, oh, no, we want them to be American. We want to own those patents so that we have control over them so no country like China could ever have the patent on it and say, no, we're not selling it to you. That would be a novel and noble reason. But I asked the question, or do they make money? Uh, Since taxpayer dollars fund these government agencies, the people own those patents, really, right? And if the people own those patents, then we shouldn't have to pay hardly anything for vaccines at all. And in fact, if they are being sold or licensed to vaccine companies, pharmaceutical companies, then we should see profit from that trickle down to all the taxpayers who are funding those government agencies with their tax dollars. And so I asked, I said, boy, I wish I had somebody that could do some investigative reporting for me. Um, I couldn't find any information. But I would love to know if the CDC actually profits from vaccine sales. And if so, where do those profits go? Well, 
uh, one of my listeners, she's actually been on the show. She's a, a woman who found Olympic lifting <clears throat> late in life, and she was on an episode of Muscle Saves Lives probably a few years ago. Her name is Lynn Wright, and she lives in uh, Tucson, Arizona. She took it upon herself to do a little research for me. So here's what she found initially. She found that Bobby Kennedy is quoted as saying, the CDC is basically a vaccine company. Of its $11 billion budget, $5 billion comes from vaccine sales. So almost half of the money the CDC gets every year comes from the sale of vaccines. That's not a terrible thing, right? It's like, okay, so they're selling those vaccines and they're profiting from it. And it's subsidizing the tax dollars that go to make up the other six or $7 billion uh, that they need to run the CDC every year. Not a terrible thing, right? Not really. But then, further research, she came up with this. She said, the vaccine patents, sorry, wrong one. The vaccine patents appear to be personally owned by employee scientists of the CDC. Wait a minute. Could that be true? I haven't been able to fact check it yet, but believe me, I'm going to. Because they are they are employees of a government agency, so that means that we pay their salaries with tax dollars, and the CDC makes money on the sale of vaccines. So why would they personally profit from it? I know the guy who worked for 3M who came up with the post-it note and didn't pay personally profit from the billions of dollars that they made on the post-it note over decades of time because the, see, the, the 3M said, no, you worked for us. Everything you did, all of the intellectual work you did, it, it belongs to us because we were paying you a salary to do that. You're not an entrepreneur. These scientists aren't entrepreneurs. They work for a government agency. There's something I think I have a bigger problem with than any of that. These scientists at the CDC, they recommend vaccine policy. They approve vaccines. Maybe they rush them through. They prove them too fast. They suggest vaccines. They put out the advisory messages that everybody should get a flu vaccine. Everybody should get the human papillomavirus vaccine. Everybody and soon everybody's supposed to get the coronavirus vaccine. In the world of science, this relationship is called conflict of interest. Why? Because you have a vested interest, a financial interest in these vaccines being approved and then getting people to pay for them. That doesn't work in science. In fact, when a study comes out on a supplement and it's seen that it's been paid for by a company that sells that supplement, no one takes it seriously because, of course, now, granted, the science may be good, but no one takes it seriously. Other scientists call that a conflict of interest. It's such a big deal that after about seven or eight years ago, all the papers published, all the peer-reviewed papers that are published in different journals – must have a conflict of interest statement in it. The scientists involved with this uh, research 
had no vested interest in the company or the money. They didn't make any money from it. They didn't get paid from it. They're not being remunerated. That's how big of a deal is. Every study today has a conflict of interest statement. Are these people making money from their opinion or are they not? Because if they're making money from their opinion, most scientists go hogwash. Of course it worked out because they're making money on it. Now, this is accepted. You know, we have today, and actually Ken O'Neill was on my show probably seven, eight years ago when we started talking about scientism. Science isn't science anymore. It's uh, whatever supports my opinion is the science I will believe in. And it's kind of like religion, right? You have Muslims, you have Jews, you have Christians, you have Catholics, you have the Jesuits, you have... You have all these different religions. They all believe that their religion is the right way and yours is wrong. Science is supposed to be... Math. Science is supposed to be more like math. You do something, someone else reproduces it, they all agree that this is how it works. But when there's 10 studies and five line up on the left and five line up with uh, opposite opinions on the right, you don't pick the one you like. Further science needs to be done, research needs to be done, so that we can find out what the facts are. That's not being done anymore, at least not in, in the world of vaccines. And the CDC makes money on these vaccines. So they have a vested interest in improving them, patenting them, and then selling them to the companies that are going to actually manufacture it. That's what they do. That's what this other link is, this link here. I'm going to put it up. If you go to this website, cdc.gov slash vaccines slash programs slash VFC slash AWA, I'm sorry, AWARDEES awardees slash vaccine dash management slash price dash list slash index dot HTML. I'll put this in the post today for those of you listening to the show and not watching it on Facebook. If you go to this page, you'll see how much the CDC pays for a vaccine and then how much you pay for the vaccine. And the margin in between is the money that the Walgreens and those companies make. But the money that CDC puts up, that's their money. That's what they make. So you can look at the spread. And again, to go back to Exactly what Robert F. Kennedy Jr. said. The CDC is basically a vaccine company, and of its $11 billion budget, $5 billion comes from vaccine sales. This is wrong. This is really wrong. It's wrong because they create vaccine policy, they approve what vaccines are going to be used, and then they profit from that. They have to be separated from this process, or they can't make any money at all on it. Take the research, approve the patents. The, the, the government should own the patents, not the people. If that's true, that's really wrong. If those individual scientists are working, who knows? Tony Fauci could own a couple patents himself and making money on this. We don't know because they're not transparent about this, but we need to know. We need to know, and ultimately... They can't dictate vaccine science and make suggestions on who should be using vaccines if they're making even a nickel on it. 
because that is how science really works. And our government should be held to the same standards that average scientists are in the world of research. No more, no less. So this pisses me off. And there's going to be more. I'm going to find out if individual scientists at the CDC actually own and if that money comes to them or any money, if they, any, if they get a, a, a pay raise because their vaccine is being used, that's wrong. They need to be like the guy that invested, invented the post-it note at 3M. His salary didn't change. Didn't change. Because I know, I know the story. He, he bitched and moaned that 3M made literally hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars on the post-it note and he didn't get any of it. Because the patent ultimately was owned by 3M, not him. So, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. No one is talking about this in the mainstream media. No one is asking this simple question. It's a logical question. And uh, if this is the results, we have a big problem at the CDC. Um, That's it for today. Um, Please share the show. Uh, Help us build the audience. Help more people learn the truth. And we will see you tomorrow with more Superhuman Radio. And thank you for watching and listening today.